As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. <laughs> They'd get him. I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are back after a week off of me frolicking in Disney World, nearly dying. Uh, it's a special night tonight, people. Kevin Held has deemed us worthy of his presence. Uh, so, Kevin, thanks for dropping in. On, it's a special occasion. Of course, you drop in on an occasion where there is absolutely, positively, not a goddamn thing of Saints news to talk about. So, we need the jokes, is what I'm saying. We need the spice. I am the spice. <laughs> uh, oh, and remember, you can find us on Facebook and the Twitters and uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, just search Saints Happy Hour Podcast. So, um... We'll get to my Disney trip channel? later on. Uh, Andrew, uh, there's really no yeah, Saints. Yeah, hold on. Yes, yes, we did, Kevin. And can you please subscribe for God's sake? <laughs> yeah, subscribe yes, like I 10 absolutely times. Absolutely subscribe. <laughs> These, hey, look, man, y'all, look, y'all, y'all are throwing out some furniture. Y'all have added new furniture. Y'all have rearranged things in the house since I, uh, since, since last I've been in. So, you know, I'm just asking questions. I'm actually moving tomorrow. So these analogies hit particularly close to home right now yeah are you gonna try not to throw out your back moving stuff around juge oh i no I, there, there will be no lifting a finger I, i've already told my wife that um i will not be uh i will not be doing anything we've hired movers and i plan to sit on the couch drink beer and watch them move me that's a little rude don't you think well i, I don't mean i don't mean that literally but I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, I'm too old. My back is already kind of, I've got like some L5 issues already. So (laughs) I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to like, I'm a parent of two young kids that constantly want me to pick them up. I'm not wrecking my back for a move. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. My kid is suddenly (laughs) attached to me. I had to carry his ass like 90% of the time in Disney world. And my crippled ass was just broken in half by the end of the five days. I, I got to save my back to break it on those occasions. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I had such a gigantic callus on my foot. It like ruptured 
at day two of Disney World, my I was just gimping along in Disney World. People were taking pity on me. It was it was funny but sad. Um, so the Saints have mini camp this week. Uh, so we have to pretend to give a shit about it. But Kevin, I saw, and this this might be the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Nola.com had just raw footage of Taysom Hill just like stretching and wait, like throwing on, a couple hold of warm up passes. Wait, wait, Dude, you, no, you, you can't do this to us. It had 10,000 views. Did you just mute yourself? Did I just mute myself? I think I did. We, we, we heard nothing. There was like dead silence for a good. 30 seconds. seconds and then you you come back to, you come back to and start talking about Taysom Hill. Right. Shit. Um So like anyway. I was talking about my back, you went dead silent and then it was Taysom and, and, Hill. And I said I hiked a mountain yesterday while you two were complaining about your back. We should probably just leave this in. It's fantastic. Yeah, leave all in. <laughs> this no. is what the people uh, this is what the people want. They want they want Look, there's nothing happening. There's no news. There is nothing. There is nothing. They might as well have dead air, right? <laughs> right. I'll clip it out, and then it'll be it'll be awkward, and then I'll just I'll just explain to the people right now that I muted myself by accident because I'm a douchebag. Um. So <laughs> so I'll just repeat what I had said is uh, Taysom Hill. They had. Wait, I want to know how you segued from injured backs and climbing mountains to to, to Saints talk. How did you? I pull didn't. That I off? just was like blah 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 blah. Uh, anyway, but what I was what I was saying when I was before I muted myself like a douchebag <laughs> is they had highlights of Taysom Hill uh, stretching on Nola.com and throwing like four passes, and ten thousand motherfuckers watched that shit. The Taysom Hill hype train is – Kevin, I don't know, like like training camp hype, out of controlness. Like this might be like record levels of shit for like like Is that, is that train wheezing? It is. It's like a, it's like a, it's like Thomas the Tank Engine with uh, with uh, with uh, <laughs> Iron Lung, you know? Well, we, got, we got Helium Kevin back. That's good. Oh. Oh my God! You've transformed into Ira and the douche, and it's great. <laughs> so, but but Kevin, you you go. Hey, can you ever remember a dude that just got like out of control hype before camp even started? That wasn't like a draft pick or something. Oh, that wasn't a draft pick, huh? Ah. Uh... The dude that could do oh, flips, no. like from a standing position, I forgot his name. Oh, Walter, Walter uh, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, it Walter the, was the Oklahoma State guy, right? Yeah, wasn't he from Oklahoma State? Whoever it was, like he was only in training camp for like less than a day. <laughs> I think it was Walter Thomas, but yeah, he got a lot of hype on the SaintsReport.com back in the day. He was the guy that could do. He was like 350 pounds and could do black back flips, right? Yeah, right. Stand yeah, I think up. yeah, Oklahoma State is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How the hell do I? How do I remember that? Yet I couldn't tell you. I can't. Man, the litany of shit that I can't tell you. Yet I can remember this clown went to Oklahoma State, washed out in a day, 
And the next day, Sean Payton put the put the 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 fucking guy on blast. <laughs> uh, so, Good but I Lord. mean, like, I mean, that's the only name we can come up with. Andrew. Was, I think was that, uh, was Adrian McPherson a draft pick? Yes, yes, he was. Okay. He's a seventh uh, round pick. But, you're, but you are correct. I mean, there was a a not-so-small group of Saints fans that were convinced Adrian McPherson was the next Joe Montana. Yeah, I mean, didn't he get run over by a cart, too, in a training camp? (laughs) He absolutely did. The Titans, the Tennessee Titans. How do I remember this? (laughs) I thought it was the Rams. I cannot remember shit of consequence from 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 a season that I watched, I can't remember that I much remember detail this. about my own wedding. What the hell is wrong with me? It's like guys that have Alzheimer's though, but they'll like remember something from fifty years ago. <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of like that. Kevin, Kevin's like, I mean, can't, I mean, no, but that's like you play, you play like some Alzheimer's patient. You can play stuff that they were like dancing to when they were in their twenties with like their wife. And you play it, they'll start swaying, and they can tell you what she was wearing. Like, that's an important moment. That's like something that ties into who they are fundamentally as a human being. Right. Like, oh, yeah, my, my wife and all that kind of stuff. My I wife. just remembered some dipshit that did a backflip and was spent <laughs> one day at St. Training Camp. I remembered his alma mater. Okay. I, I will I will give to you that Walter Thomas, where he went to college, I mean, that's impressive stuff. But Adrian McPherson getting run over by a golf court cart during a preseason game and knocking him out for the season, that, I mean, that's legendary stuff right there. That might, that might be like, like if you, if you visit I mean, like the most Saints, Saints moments life, ever, Saints like that would be top forming 10. stuff right there. That'd be like top that and Albert Cannell stealing from Deuce, like the most saintsy moments in history. Yeah. Top 10. Cam Cleland detaching his retina by getting hit <laughs> with a bag of coins. I mean, McPherson getting run over by a golf cart is up there. Uh, what other? Oh, was, Andre Royal signed his too. contract and getting it, arrested at the strip club. He, That's another. Yes. The team mascot driving yes. the golf cart. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, insult the injury, man. Literally. <laughs> Did he ever play again? Did he ever even like take a fake preseason snap again? Yeah, yeah, from under left guard. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember Mc- that. Mc- McPherson lined up under left guard and tried to take a snap. I do not. In a preseason game. And the running back had to tell him to move over to the right. <laughs> what about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. That was him. So, here's the thing, like, uh, Andrew, is there anything that you're going to be, like, looking at minicamp and being like, oh, that's that's really positive news? Well, being an LSU homer um, and seeing all this good news about Trayvon Durrell, I'm kind of excited about him. I heard his legs got a lot stronger, and that's kind of, well, first of all, he had the injury, so that means maybe he's recovering from that, but also I think he's got to get his his wheels, the speed back. So 
Draven Dural could make a roster spot. I mean, that, that's at least like something I'm excited about to watch. Um, and, you know, we'll clap too. So I would say those two LSU guys, seeing how they do as an LSU homer. Um, otherwise, uh, I mean, for me, it's really the backup quarterbacks. Like, I expect Tom Savage to be awful. I expect Taysom Hill to be the backup. Um, you know, JT Barrett's in there. I know some Saints fans are convinced he's the next Adrian McPherson. Um, and I don't know if I meant Pope. that in a, I don't know if I meant that in a good way or a bad way, but um, <laughs> but but uh, you know I, I am I am interested in seeing all three of those guys play. I mean, I, I kind of expect all three of them to not be good enough, honestly. I mean, Taysom Hill, I'm most curious about, but I think he could still easily be a disaster, and so I'm very very curious to see how these guys do. Um, because you know, there's Drew Brees is getting older and I'm kind of feeling it. I think as Saints fans, we're all kind of feeling it like, all right, they, they need to have some contingency plan because not only could Drew retire in a couple of years, but I mean, we can't just keep expecting him to play 16 games indefinitely every season. Kevin, uh, People were saying that if Taysom Hill has one good throw in minicamp or one good throw in a preseason game, we should do live podcast during his preseason games when he plays. Um, but here's a question for you. The rumor this week for the Patriots was that Rob Gronkowski was mad and blah, 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 and that the Patriots were going to trade him. So if the Saints have like Ben, ben Watson, like he – gets catches Alzheimer, it goes into full effect and he can't play anymore or like that dude that they they did undrafted is bad. Like if they traded for Rob Gronkowski, say like Tuesday, would you pay twenty five dollars a month to to have access to Rob Gronkowski's Bourbon Street Instagram feed? Uh, oh let's see. I think twenty five dollars is a little much. Uh, twelve fifty per six dollars and ninety cents. Andrew, would you pay to have access to Rob Gronkowski's Bourbon Street Instagram feed? As long as as he was allowed to go to strip clubs, absolutely. <laughs> I think he would be. I, I don't see the problem. I mean, as long as he as long as he performs on Sunday, like if he wants to go to the Gold Club after the game, if he yeah, catches and six- to be to be clear, like it wouldn't be so that I can see nudity. Um, this this is purely so I could watch him behave at a strip club. <laughs> just just to be clear, <laughs> like, do you think Rob Gronkowski, Kevin? Do you think he would would hit like the upscale strip clubs? Or does he hit like Downs Lounge? Oh, no way! And like he hits them all. He, yeah. he hits them all. I don't. I, I don't. I, I. I think. I think Rob Gronkowski is a is a uh, gourmand of the uh, <laughs> stripping art. I think he strikes me as a bang for your buck kind of guy. Man, a strip club, you get what you pay for. That's all I could say in my experience. But I feel like. Uh, I'm 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 trolling a drawing a oh visions visions is the famous one on the West Bank that's where you get your bang for your buck if you want scuttle butts too my wife yelled out Jesus I mean you might as well I mean you might as well 
<laughs> you might as well send the guy. You might as well send the guy over to the Downs Lounge for Christ's sake, <laughs> dude. The, That's the, an old throwback for anybody over the age of thirty. The, Is Chris the, Owen still alive? Well, here's the thing, though the 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 uh, Rob Gronkowski I mean, Twitter feed sense that her brain and her heart function, but I don't know about anything else. <laughs> The Twitter thread of Rob Gronkowski at Downs Lounge or Chris Owens would be amazing. I think I, I if this I, I if you told me Rob Gronkowski was going to go full Rob Gronkowski every week on Bourbon Street, I would say the Saints should give the 2019 or the 2020 number one for Rob Gronkowski. That's how much I would want that, Kevin. I mean, Rob Gronkowski getting. A lap dance from ninety-year-old Chris Owens would pretty much make my life. And then he catch the game and touchdown the next day. Kevin, if the Saints, if if I told you the Saints were guaranteed to win win a Super Bowl, would you let Chris Owens at ninety years old give you back-to-back lap dances? Uh, if, Two songs. If, listen, How long are those songs? They, you can play fucking "Stairway to Heaven" back to back. If Chris Owens, listen. If Chris, if if it's a Super Bowl victory, you can you can play, uh, you know, fuck, you can play Houses of the Holy in its entirety. <laughs> I was gonna say 2012 Rush. Sure. Yes. Yes. You can play. You can fucking play 2012 by Rush. And and, and, and have Chris Owens give me the full the full deal. And as long as there's a Lombardi trophy at the end of it, yeah, I, I, I'm, I will, I will take that. Uh, I will jump on that grenade and, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't care. I feel like the next level would be like you Rob Gronkowski. You, you give the Lombardi, listen, <laughs> if it is ne- in particular, if it's next year. Cause it's in Atlanta, right? Yes. Now, do we have to supply alcohol here, or would you even do this sober? No, I don't. I, yeah, I'll do it dead ass sober. Oh wow! Ooh, I, I don't know, man. Lamar Trophy. Dead ass sober. Yeah, that's that, hard for Ralph to comprehend because, frankly, he doesn't do anything without his bourbon. I, I don't. No. I don't. I'm drinking right now. Although I'm drinking, I'm drinking some sort of German grapefruit beer that I discovered at Disney World. Uh, and it was good, and I drank it constantly yeah. at Epcot, and uh, for it was like fourteen dollars for a twelve ounce thing. Thanks, Disney World. Ralph, you drink some nasty shit, man. <laughs> I do. I do. Hey, man, they didn't have hard liquor at Disney World. You couldn't get it. You had to have beer or like fruit fruit drinks. So I I had to go off the path. But here's the here's the question. How, Andrew, a serious, kind of serious football question. How good would Rob Gronkowski have to be for Sean Payton to just let him run wild during the year in New Orleans? He'd have to average one touchdown a game. He would have to have a minimum of 16 scores for the season. <laughs> where, where it would be like the Greg Williams thing. You remember when Greg Williams taught, bragged of having a fuck you clause with Sean Payton? Oh, yeah. It would Rob be like that. Where like Gronk would clause. be like, I do whatever I want because as long as we have a deal, 
where as long as I average a touchdown a week and I'm at 16 at the end of the year, Sean can't say anything. Happens every time one of so, those dancers start poontying around. Okay, so basically <laughs> instead of a fuck you, so instead of a fuck you clause, it's just a fuck clause. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. Exactly, yeah. I you mean, know one thing too, Ralph, going back to your original question about camp, um, there is one thing I forgot to mention, um, and that's running back. With Ingram getting suspended, I'm just really, really curious who's going to get those snaps. Because you know Kamara's going to get a little bit more, but I, I mean – I feel like a lot of us as fans and a lot of us as bloggers have weighed in on how we expect that to play out between Boston Scott, Daniel Lasco, Jonathan Williams, uh, Trey Edmonds, all those guys. But I mean, I, I think all of us are kind of like, we have no idea what to expect from these guys. Kevin, here's none a of them have proven anything. Here's a question that, that only like 11 people in the world are going to care about, but I care about it. The highest price, a Saints player has ever gone for in our ridiculous auction Saints happy hour uh, fantasy league. Drew Brees went for $64 one time. Oh, it's Camara's going for higher. Camara over under $70, Kevin. Under. Under. Unless listen, unless you end up fucking spending <laughs> That's a, a, you forget on Ralph is in this under. league. He's going to drop 75 bucks on him. Yeah, okay. I, I spent twenty eight on him this year, Andrew. $21. I spent twenty eight for him this be seven year. bourbons deep. <laughs> we usually have the draft early, reason. so it's mimosas. AM on a Sunday. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm still taking. Crazy I'm still taking the under. I'll take so. Ralph out of the league. Maybe it's under, but <laughs> Ralph's in the league. It's over. It's over. Um, yeah. And Monadoul is in the league. Yeah. I mean, he might be the one guy crazier than Ralph. It, it's, it's a true. good. It's a good it's thing true. there's no punters in the fantasy league because Monadula would drop eighty dollars on Thomas Morstead. Uh, it's true. It is true. Um, so, like, I, this was a topic that I was thinking we were going to spend the most time on, and it, it detoured into Rob Gronkowski at the strip club with getting a lap dance from Chris Owens. But we got the World <laughs> Cup sort of to sort of like to sort of like get us through the next month is like the sports thing we can like give a shit about like that and like NBA free agency if that sort of tickles your sports fancy. But I was thinking like if you built a Saints World Cup team, who would you have on it? And here's the number one question. Uh, and either one of you can answer, but Kevin, you can go, you can go first. Sean Payton's going to be the coach, right? But does he wear the European like slender pants suit? Like uh, tight cut shirt, and is, is are his Skinny nipples tie. showing on the sideline if he's coaching the Saints World Cup team? Uh, he's in sweats, I, man. He's in yeah, sweats. I want to say, I want to say he's probably rocking the Bob Bradley uh, uh, tracksuit. Oh man! Like, the, I can the, see him. I can see him doing the Bob Bradley tracksuit. Hundred percent. Who's the guy? Absolutely. They had a coach for Newcastle the year they got relegated when they had like three different coaches, and the last dude would wear like a soccer. He would be dressed like a a player. I can't remember his name because I don't know. But like, didn't think, Jim Hazlitt do the tracksuit look? 
Yeah, but you, what, did he do yeah. it during games, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> so, you, see, you see Sean Payton wearing the skinny tie, man. No way. No. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, so, like, if you're building a team, like, who do, who do you got to have Morton Anderson just for the leg, right? But, like, where do you put, like, Drew Brees? Do you put him, like, defensive mid? Like, like who do, who do, who do I got? Well, we want to do a whole team because that's boring. No one gives a shit. But right. if you had I was a, about to say, wait a second. Front, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're running out of content. We're making up a World Cup team of soccer based on football players. This is this is top notch. We're desperate uh, stuff, dude. Kevin, no one got arrested this week. I know. It's, so it's, that's it's, a plus, and that means no news, man. No one got suspended. I mean, what the fuck do the people want? I don't know what to tell. We don't got to. So, Andrew, give me a Saints player. Do you think would be awesome at soccer? Uh, I wish I had time to prep for this because I feel like I could do an awesome job with this. But um, you know, Breeze kind of strikes me as like an orchestrator, you know, like a, a, a heady midfielder, you know, who might be a little past his prime, but he still plays, you know, like, um, you know, I, I mean, I feel like a lot of those midfielders that are kind of like in their mid thirties and have been on national teams for a long time, but still play not because of their f- physical abilities at this point, but just because they know how to organize a team and all that. So breeze to me is kind of a midfielder, I could see Aaron Brooks being like that striker that just can't score goals. Like he's, <laughs> he's got all the physical attributes. He's so fast. You know, he's got unbelievable potential, but like he just goes into major slumps where he can't, just can't score and the fans hate, the fans hate him. Cause he's, you know, not putting up, putting up the numbers, but then like there's a small faction of fans that are just like, but he's, he could be so good. He's like the Josie Altador of the team. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, and then, you know, I, I'd say, I mean, I would say that your center back is Vaughn Johnson. Cause you know, you get, you need kind of the enforcer that's just going to kill people. people. Um, so I, yeah, I, I put Vaughn Johnson and Gene Atkins at, at center backs, those two right there. Um, and then I don't know, you need an athletic winger. So I, I'd go with Reggie Bush. Kevin, who, who do you think Saints player would be amazing at soccer? <laughs> Um, I, I tell you what, uh, I'd like to see what Morstead would be like as a goalie. Ooh, that's oh, we got to put Jimmy Graham in goal now. Yeah. I think, no, the thing Ooh. is with Morstead, like the, his ability to keep the goalie? ball far and, and drop it down, like do outlet passes would be fun. Come, do, do you think, do you think any Saints running backs would be good? Morstead needs to be taking all free kicks. <laughs> Do you think Kamara, Ingram, any of those guys would be good at, at soccer? Yeah, I, I feel like Sproles would be unbelievable. Front. No? Yeah, Kamara for sure, yeah. So, Kamara is the guy that comes in for Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks plays like 75 minutes and... <laughs> Has like two shots on goal. Neither neither of them are close to going in. And then Gamera comes in, replaces them in the seventy fifth minute, and then scores immediately. Kevin, I think it's we, one of those. Do you, will you be watching the World Cup, even though the United States will not be playing? Uh, yes, I will be watching the World Cup. Uh, 
and paying attention. I and yes, you I know am. Adrian Peterson's playing for Iceland. <laughs> my wife has a bet on Iceland to win their group, man. My wife. My wife. My wife. Um. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, y'all with this Adrian Peterson shit. Let, let me tell you, I, I oh I you know what? I can't even I can't even I'm not getting into it. Um, is, yeah, like Iceland would <laughs> Iceland is my initial uh, rooting choice. I mean, I'm just I, I followed a flowchart that somebody posted online about oh who should you root for in the World Cup, and I ended up actually getting Iceland, so I felt pretty happy about that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid rooting for any of the uh, like big powerhouses until like the end, and then I'll just pick a team to like root for whoever's in the final. Andrew, you uh, root for the most. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, Andrew, you root for France, right? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I did live there for 13 years, but I don't really. You actually lived in France for 13 years. Dude, how long have we known each other? You still don't know that. No, I just thought you were just like I just thought you just liked like maybe you vacationed there a lot. No, I lived there oh. for thirteen years. Yeah, that's that's no. where the PSG fanhood comes from. Right. I, okay. Yeah. I, I knew you were a PSG fan. Yeah. So I'm a diehard PSG fan, and so to be honest, like I'm more like interested in how the PSG players do, and so you know, like Cavani plays for Uruguay, so I'm kind of rooting for players, and there are a few. PSG guys on the French team. There's there's several on the Brazilian team. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm kind of more just interested in like the individual players than like I would say a specific country. So so as we get through like the, the dead period of the month, like Kevin, when do you start really getting like when do you start really paying attention for football? Because right now I'm like not really paying attention to football, so that's why these hard podcasts are hard to do and these topics because you're like nothing going on whatever when do you like start like really ramping up and like giving a shit or like start paying attention to foot like getting excited for for football season is it like middle of july end of july like when do you start like going all right it's football season now uh when's uh when's the uh the first uh game of the season september september 6th yeah, September fifth. You talking about the, the <laughs> you talking about the Saints first game or the NFL's first game? Uh the NFL's first game. So the Saints first game is sorry, the ninth. Um, oh my birthday. Which is a Sunday, so working back, I think the sixth might be that, that Thursday night game. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Yeah. Cause by then I, I will have uh, drafted my fantasy team. And uh, watch Ralph overpay for somebody. Uh, I will overpay. Camara. And uh, Camara. and, and yes. I will, of course, still have $25 left uh, in my fantasy bank account. That We've been doing no that league for like real, four years uh, and you still meeting. haven't learned. I haven't learned how to control my spending and you haven't learned to spend enough. Right. Kevin, you can't spend hard currency in hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get it transferred in Bitcoin? Uh, so Andrew, when do you start like really getting excited? Um, yeah, pre. I'm with Kevin. Preseason is just so boring. My God, 
Especially this um, year because the Saints are like locked in and they're good. So you can just like, yeah. even if they look shitty during the preseason, you can just blow it off and be like, it doesn't matter. Uh, cuts are interesting to me. I will say that. Like, I, I start to get excited when guys start getting cut because, you know, then the roster's taking shape and there's usually one or two surprises. So that, that, the cuts are always interesting to me. So, you know, it's, hear that, it's everybody? Rock- Juge, Juge revels in guys' dreams being shattered. <laughs> yeah. It's more like the roster taking shape than some guys' dreams being crushed. But yeah, you know, part of the deal. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I what was I going to say? I just think at the end of the day, when you look at the Saints team, and it, you're right, I, I, there there's not a lot of. I mean, there's some rookies that I'm curious about. Of course, we all want to see how Davenport does. But you, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, Ralph, in that. When you have a mature team and you have a roster where we know pretty much, I mean, there's a 53-man roster. There's probably a bubble of like 59 guys that we know are going to make the team or get cut, you know. And there's there's so there's like maybe six, seven, eight fringe players, and the rest we know are going to make the team. And so there might be a couple injuries that change that up a little bit, but for the most part. When you have a mature team like that, it's just it's less exciting. You know, there's left there's less draft picks this year. Um, you know, it's not like the Browns where you're clinging on to anything, any sliver of hope. I mean, we fully expect the Saints to be competing for the division, yeah. competing for a playoff spot. And so preseason is to me, it's more of an obstacle than <laughs> learning much about the team because I'm just terrified of guys getting hurt. Well, Kevin, didn't you you used to call it, I forget what they, they call it, but what, what you used to say it was like uh, preseason was like the uh, an ink blot or like that picture on the wall that like people can see whatever they want to see. Like when you're good, you can just excuse anything. Like last year, we were like the defense better fucking show us something because it had been bad. It had been horrible for three years, right? And we're like, you better show us something to to get our hopes up in the preseason, and they did, and it worked out. Um, but I just. Like this year in preseason, all like the team has to care more about they they can't just be like we got to stay healthy through the preseason. Like they got to work on stuff. I understand that, but like for me, I'm like, just don't have anybody get hurt. But of course, people will because that's that's football. Um, I mean, seriously, like I said, the only two things I'm even remotely curious about in preseason. I mean, not you know, again, obviously, I want to see how the rookies do. I want to see Davenport flash a little bit. Um, it would be nice to see the two defensive backs maybe show a little something. But, you know, o- overall, like, the two things that I'm watching are, one, is are the backup quarterbacks. I'm just curious to see how they play. And hopefully that won't even matter come the regular season. Hopefully they'll never play. And then, B, it's just the running backs besides Kamara because someone's going to have to play for Ingram. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just carries. really curious to see if someone steps up because – I've kind of made the dark horse prediction, or I don't know if it's dark horse, or I don't even know if this is a hot take. But my prediction is that that someone will be getting snaps at running back for the Saints week one that's not currently on the roster. Um, and my, my basis for this is that I think they'll play all these young guys, they'll look at them, and they'll be like, yeah, we don't trust any of these guys with the ball. <laughs> oh, that's, ba- that's bad for Kevin, though, because that means Adrian Peterson gets in play. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, listen. Uh, <laughs> we we've talked about this though, Kevin. I mean, think I about the possibilities here. 
you hate Adrian Peterson, there's a possibility that the Saints could pick him up twice and flip him twice for picks. So <laughs> as much as you hate the guy, you love picks. You The more picks, the better. And so this right. is the ultimate dichotomy here where the Saints keep taking this guy you can't stand, but they might flip him for a pick again. Kevin, is it your own personal What help? a conundrum. It's a conundrum. <sighs> is it, Kevin? I was going to say fuck eight. What if they flip him for a pick and then they trade that pick down for two more? Now you're just fucking with me. <laughs> we are. Uh, you could, that's that's why you only you, you come in, you drop in like a like a special guest star on an '80s TV show, and then you leave. So we only have these these, these rare moments of, of joy with you. So we have to just fuck with you for thirty minutes or so. Right. Right. So um, before we, we get out of you, man, we do. Oh, thank. We, I'm, we it's need good to, to be missed. We need to. People are like, "Where's Kevin?" Seriously, on the Twitter feed, because people come here. They come here for mediocre to bad audio and jokes. That's what they come here for. I mean, let's be real. I mean, if if they've, if they've stuck with us through all and of our references. travails and whatever, right? You know. So we yeah. got questions from people. So uh, Alf, Alfredo asks, "What Disney World ride is worth the long wait?" Alfredo, fucking none of them. None of them. <laughs> Are worth the wait in line. You can book your fast. Is, uh, is uh, the um, the Seven Dwarfs thing still the mine? Yeah, uh, roller coaster. Is that still the most popular? No, the most popular thing is the Avatar ride. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, okay. And I will say that's the best fucking ride I've ever been on in my life. Like it was amazing, but like I scheduled the fat. We scheduled the fast pass thing, so I didn't have to wait two hours for it and if i would have waited two hours for it i would have been like eh, it's all right you know yeah um, none of the rides are i worth- mean we wanted to do the uh the mine the dwarfs mine or whatever but every we went last year in april and every time we walked by it it was two hours plus you didn't like fast pass it or get on your little app thing and i can't remember why we, we fast passed every single ride i mean the whole thing was scheduled but for some reason we never got to that one yeah I like the small world because my kid was actually excited and was one of the things he could ride. Um, it's a here's small a, world is the worst. Are you kidding me? No, he was he liked it, man. It was cool. But uh, he's two and a half. Uh, yeah, so, okay, fair enough. So Mitch asks, this is a good question, Kevin. Uh, building off the 06 offseason drunk history, Kevin, what if Houston had drafted Bush number one? How does the Peyton Breeze era change with Mario Williams or someone else? Do you think Reggie made that much of a difference? Uh, I think, yeah, because, I mean, what what was the, I mean, would it have, I mean, shit, would it have really been Mario Williams? Because. No, well, it would have been AJ. I mean, the only other guy in play would be Vince Young. But... No, it would have been, it would have oh, been, a, if no, the do. Saints I were thought, taking AJ Hawk. I would have thought, yeah, AJ Hawk and Matt. That's Lyon. who they were taking. They were taking Mario Williams, though, don't you think? No, I mean, no. I mean, back then, that's what that's Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton. AJ Hawk was their guy at two. Oh, gotcha. Which is crazy because the Saints never picked linebackers. Which is like that whole alternate universe is just weird. But I mean, do you think like 
Do you think if you don't if they don't have Reggie Bush, would that have like changed the Super Bowl? Would they have would they not have a Super Bowl trophy? Yeah, because AJ Hawk probably means no Vilma. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good point. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah. that's a great fucking point. Yeah. And then and like and like I could I can make a case that they could have won the Super Bowl without Reggie Bush. I cannot make a case that they win the Super Bowl without Vilma. I think he was that important. Um, so that's a good question. Yeah, because as fun as fun as the Cardinals playoff game was, they didn't need Reggie Bush to win that game. No, it was a blowout either way. Uh, so um, is that I begged for questions, and that's and that's uh all I got. I didn't even get. I didn't even get. I should have. You know what, Kevin? I should have announced that you were coming on, and then we'd have got like three or four wrestling questions for you. Oh. <laughs> The people the, want what they want, Ralph. <laughs> they do. Let's give it. Let, give us the quick uh, thirty-second Kevin wrestling update. Yes. Yeah, the, um, Kevin. Kev, Kev, give us the thirty-second Kevin life update for the peoples. Okay. Uh, I haven't wrestled in a while. Hopefully, that'll be changing. Uh, I think I'll be wrestling uh, pretty soon. You know, hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, uh, in the meantime, I am close to hitting. Yeah, it, it, next month it, sh- it will be uh, my one year anniversary with my girlfriend. Uh, that's been, very uh, nice. been yeah, yeah, very nice indeed. That's I who I went and hiked the mountain with uh, this this weekend, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, we're we're doing pretty well and uh, yes, yeah, I'm 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 sorry I'm I'm sorry for being boring as shit in this regard, but uh, this is uh this is where I am right now. Well, one final thing, and and Kevin, you know, me and you both hate Bill Simmons with the passion of uh, a thousand sons, a thousand sons. But I will say. That Andre the Giant documentary on HBO is fucking amazing. And I hate to give Bill Simmons, he executive producer or whatever the fuck. That thing is amazing. If you're a wrestling fan, it's almost worth like subscribing to HBO, watching that, and then canceling it. Like it's that it's <laughs> it's that fucking good. Like I watched it the, I watched it the other day. It was amazing. Um so that right wraps so, up. I would say, Speaking I of would France, say- he, he was French, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude, they have pictures um, of him, I, like his dr- the, the 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 stories on that thing about his drinking and just he it's it's just it's it's awesome it's it's an awesome documentary. Like I don't know, the only like it's so good. Even the like you want more. Like I wish they would have like I would have watched. I would watch like a five hour thing on him. And I'm not even I'm a, a, as big a wrestling fan as some that listen to this podcast and Kevin maybe, but I can't recommend it highly enough. So anyway, people. People, we gave you 44 minutes of a Saints podcast with absolutely no fucking Saints news. We should win a Pulitzer or something. Um, so I would I will say that if you don't want to pay for HBO, uh, uh, Biography did a, a documentary about him like many many years ago that has a lot of the uh, a lot of the same information that uh that you would see in the hbo specials yeah 
So that's good. So for... That's, that's, that's it. So for Kevin, who has returned the prodigal son, for Dave, who's in Delaware, and for Andrew, uh, until next week, the bar is closed. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.